0: i switch to me when I wait a minute.
1: Welcome to uh, Jets Rewind. I'm Marty Schupek in Valley Cottage, New York. And I'm joined by my great, great co-hosts Ray Clifford and Ralph Sharega. Oh, and, I thought you
2: got some new co-hosts for a second. No. <laughs> whoa, whoa.
1: Ralph's in Massachusetts. Ray is in Ohio. A couple of things. We never picked last week. Uh gave out the David Clowney Award. <laughs> So we have to do that. We have to also introduce the Truman Johnson Award. We'll get into that. A couple of announcements before we get uh, right into it. We don't have a real agenda. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, they actually uh, uh, did surgery on his uh, torn Achilles. Apparently it went well. So all you Aaron Rodgers fans, I think he's going to come back at 100 percent. That's great news. And some other news that Ray's gonna really love. Ralph, you're gonna see him shaking his head. Came across 11:20 from Rich Semini. Brady's
0: not signing with the no, Jets.
1: No, no, no. Rich Semini reported about a little more than an hour ago, Greg Zerline injured his groin yesterday, Ray. So he's not practicing today. It goes to head. So perfect.
0: Yeah. So Just, uh... Ralph, even, season's going right according to script.
1: Ralph, Ralph said with Zach it's going to be a season of field goals. Now that's in jeopardy now as we – oh uh, uh, Yeah.
2: And I was just thinking of predicting a score for the game. Now it's like I have to change to uh, – We, we well, do. We do. Yeah.
1: And, uh, again, we're going to mostly – I guess it will be 90% talking about Zach. You're going to hear me uh,
2: – uh, I don't want to talk about it for 90%. I'm so tired of listening.
1: Nancy, you're going to hear about me – but well, you're going you're gonna to think like he's like a elementary school player. But I'm also going to come up with a formula to win this game. And I think I do have the right formula. But, I, you know, I was thinking of Zach Wilson. And I've gotten a number of emails and texts from people and saying, you know, how, how come you, you can't stand the guy and, and you just don't like him? And I, I was thinking that, and it's probably unfair, but the one thing that I really got turned off, I remember last year when he tried to make that run and he got hurt. And he was out for what two to four games? Was it two games, Ralph? For three? Four, four
2: games. He was four
1: out. games, and then and then this three, year, Wait, it was three,
2: right. yeah,
1: whatever it is. And this year he made a beautiful thirty-six yard run, but again, he he never should have made that run, and he he seems to not learn from his mistakes. So that's the well. He should have
2: made the run. He should have gone out of bounds. You mean
1: should have right. gone out of bounds? And he has a tendency of going head first too. On a lot of these runs, because uh, of his um, competitiveness, but also I always said like his, his he's has tremendous ability, but it's beyond that. It's like his football IQ is, is like nowhere to be found, and I just have so little confidence. And right now, as we're sitting, just so we don't really bet, but the spread is now at. Um, nine point the jets are nine point favorites and i'll just ask ralph they're
2: underdogs and, uh, not underdogs
1: wow. nine point underdogs. I, I saw nine oh. and a half
2: actually all right uh, well
1: here's a question for you ralph uh if if i gave you the number of ten and a half by kickoff time would you take the over or under
2: if greg zero is healthy I, I i would take nine and a half yeah i, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game because da- dallas's offense was not that good against the giants frankly they they got a uh, pick, six, and a, and a block punt, I think. Uh, you know, actually, Dak Prescott's numbers were very Zach Wilson, like 140 yards, I think 54% completion. I'm not saying he's he's uh, Zach Wilson, but I don't consider him an elite quarterback. I consider him a second-tier quarterback. And uh, I, I think their defense can can, can keep them under control, uh, keep the game close. So, yeah, I'd like the number, actually.
1: How about you, Ray, Uh uh, nine and a half. Would you take the over or under, like for game time? Do you think it's going to go up or down? I'm just curious what you feel.
0: I don't think it's going to go up necessarily, but I, I do think, uh, I think we're going to have trouble keeping them uh, under that nine and a half. Although I think it would be late in the game, and unless uh, Zach can keep some drives going, I think they'll wear our defense out and at some point we're, they're going to you know, get some points. So I think I think they'll go over the – Dallas will cover the spread just because – I mean, i got to see that we can do more than three and out a bunch of times before I believe we can keep this game close. I think we can for a while, but I think at some point the defense is just going to wear out.
1: Right. Ralph, uh, I noticed Stephen Gilmore is one of the defensive backs – Stephen Gilmore's
2: got the same birthday Steph- as me. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Gilmore,
1: yeah. Yeah, you guys are the same age.
2: But And that was my question. <laughs> no, actually, a, he's a year older. <laughs> Does he have anything left, I mean? Yeah, he's 32. I don't know. it will be interested to see, you know. Uh, 32-year-old cornerback is pretty old for a cornerback. But we'll see. He was a heck of a player for a while. I remember when the Patriots signed him. I figured, yeah, they, they can get a couple of years out of him. That was a few years ago. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Right. We'll see too. And uh, Ray, your thoughts on, I don't know how well you know the uh, Cowboys about how to attack this team right now. What would you do?
0: Well, I think the hard part on the Cowboys is they have a a really good defensive line and, you know, our, our hope is to be able to run the ball. And so that's, that's going to be the biggest challenge because, um, between uh, and I cannot for the life of me think of the the edge rusher who's been so good out of Penn State, but Micah Parsons. He's, he's, Micah
2: Parsons. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Micah he's, Parsons. He's just licking his chops to get at this Jets offensive line. Um, and if but if we can somehow control them from killing Zach or anybody else who's in there and run the ball a little, that's that's the thing. You got to be able to move the ball, and that you know. They are a tough team to run on. Their defensive line is every bit as good as our defensive line. I don't know if it's as deep, but the guys they have in there are definitely uh, uh, some of the best. And and so if we can't move the ball on the ground, uh, it's going to be a lot of short, short passing because it's not going to, Zach's not going to have a ton of time back there to, to, you know, try and go deep. So it's going to have to be a short passing attack or run the ball to move it and keep the chains moving.
1: Ralph, you know, you said something in the last show, that, and I, I, I'm going to make a statement. I want your reaction. You said the offensive line will get better. And I thought about that, Ralph and Ray, and, and you know, I came up with the <clears> assumption <throat> that right now, the way it is in the um, NFL, I really believe the way they – Don't play the veterans, the starters, during preseason. The first two games of the uh, regular season are like um, preseason games to me. And I think the real season, as far as the ability, really starts with the third game. Ralph, your reaction?
2: Uh, I mean, there's something to that. I would say week one, no matter what year you're talking about, is always kind of weird because, you know, teams throw stuff out that you haven't seen before. So there are some weird uh, weird results. I, I mean, I, I can go back years and think of like the year the Patriots opened up with a 31 nothing loss to Buffalo, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl, you know. But uh, two or three games, maybe. Um, as far as how the Jets should deal with Buffalo, I think what they should do oh. is – Well, the Dallas is, is, is opposite run on passing downs, pass on running downs. Not, not all the time, but a lot. First downs, you know, uh, play action rollouts to the right for Zach where he's strongest third and shorts. I would pass third and mediums and longs. I would try a lot of draws and stuff rather than give Dallas a chance to really, really come after him. Um, you know, I, I I think that's, you got to keep them off balance. Uh, and I hope Hackett does something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, and you have more confidence uh, being a nine and a half point underdogs with Hackett than you did with uh, Lafleur from last year. Would you say that? I, I don't know yet.
2: I, ha- I, I have to see more of Hackett. <laughs> you know, I mean, I like his personality. But uh, as far as him as, a, as an OC, I'm not ready to uh, make an assessment on him yet.
1: All right, let me give you my formula, and I'd like a Ray's reaction first. Formula as, as much as I don't like uh, Zach Wilson, I came up with a little bit. I guess I have eight things, a formula for, um, for winning eight. this game. Wow. Here we go. I want Jeremy Ruckett more involved in the passing game. Not just, He did a great fine job blocking, but I want him more involved in the play, passing game. I want Joe Tittman or Wes Schweitzer in for Lakin Thomason at guard. Again, he, he he's just not that good. I don't know what happened since he was with the 49ers, but he started out – I mean, he wasn't awful, awful, but he, he just was pretty below average. I would get, number three, get Xavier Gibson involved more in the offense, even if it means Nicole Hardman has to sit in the bench. Again, I just think this guy – we might have something with this guy. I would try him maybe – on some jet sweeps and things like that i would also have zach go deep but i would have him go deep with 12 man personnel two tight ends and keep one into block slide one out and keep a running back in there so you only have really three guys going out in the round plus one tight end yeah i think you're gonna see a lot of
2: two tight ends
1: right but i would i would do that especially early Alan Lazard, who I'm not crazy about because I don't think he's got very good hands, but he is an excellent blocker.
2: Good I jumper would
1: have, too. I'm sorry?
2: He's a good jumper yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> in Lazard. Uh
1: I would have him try to chip um Micah Parsons almost on every pass play. It's gonna slow up his routes, but you gotta slow up Micah Parsons. On defense, I was so impressed with Quentin Jefferson. He only played uh 34 snaps. I would want him out a little bit longer. Again, I don't know if it's the fact that Quentin Williams is the other tackle and that's making him shine, but I don't care. I mean, he had five and a half sacks last year and last week he had two sacks in the game. I want him on the field more. And um, I would also activate Zaire Barnes. I I, I love this guy's speed. He's got... Great closing speed, and the last but not least, number eight, which is a little related. Um, I like him, but I would keep Mosley off the field on third and long. I just don't like the way he covers passes and he gets faked out. So that—that's some of the things that I would do as a formula for winning, Ray. I'd like your reaction to some of
2: those. Well, First, read them. Read them all back by memory, Ray. <laughs>
0: <First> <laughs> and quickly, foremost, Jer- I-
2: Wait,
1: Jeremy Ruckett, Joe Titman, Xavier Kipp.
0: I heard you, Marty. I don't need a replay. <laughs> I already know what. <laughs> Gee. Uh, first of all, I think this is, uh, and Marty, you're having known you now, that others haven't talked to you during games as much as I have, this is a typical, Marty, a bit of an overreaction uh, thing. After one game, I'm not ready to start. Playing uh, musical chairs with our offensive line to see if uh, one guy can, uh, you know, change everything. Especially because one guy's a rookie, and the other guy's not been a, you know, an All-Pro or anything either. So I'd I'd like to stick with our offensive line a little bit and see if they can, you know, kind of gel a little. That was, I think, the problem in the preseason that we kept moving guys back and forth. Rucker, yeah, I, you know, I'd be okay with him getting. More, But I don't think he's a big difference maker as far as offensively yet. I think he could be down the line. I, you know, I'd be fine if they gave him more and and let him, you know, make some plays. Uh, as far as the deep pass, I agree, you know, that he's got to air it out at least a little bit. But it's going to kind of be obvious to Dallas if you're bringing guys into max protect then they're only gonna to have to cover two maybe three guys down there so they're gonna they're gonna be able to double guys and everything now you might catch them off guard doing that once in a while and I would like to see Zach do something to air it out and, and loosen up the D somehow um, I'm not I'm not big on making Zaire Barnes a, a big part of the defense yet I'm not saying he didn't impress but I, I don't know that we're ready to make that move either. I mean, getting a lot of young guys in there before the, if, if they aren't showing in practice, I don't see that coaches letting them uh, do, you know, as much in games. I would like to see him activated. I'd like to see him get on the field a little bit, but I'm not going to replace Ozley, who is not just the, the guy got a cover, but he's also the guy kind of calling the defensive plays. I don't think taking him off the field is necessarily the best, option either. Uh, I
1: just said i'm third and long passing plays. If it's I know second and long, I keep him on. I just I'd like him third and long. I'm gonna add one more thing, Ray, which I had I, I missed. How about putting in one or two like quarterback bootlegs, just running plays like the Giants do with Daniel Jones? I mean just I think just, go ahead.
0: I think that would be a, a fine thing. I think now though they're a little uh I think they're a little gunshot at having Zach running around out there, and and then all of a sudden he's out of the game, and now you're down to Boyle, and can't that have you didn't even signed him, you got to be. A that's
1: aggressive. not playing scared. scared. That's you, you got to play, play smart. scared and
0: smart are two different things. Scared is saying, you know, you know, we haven't, we haven't, we aren't trying to run up the middle because their defensive lines is so good. That's that's playing scared. You still got to run your offense. But playing smart means don't put Zach out there to take hits when you don't have a, you know, you don't have a lot of options after he, if he goes down. Right. So you know, and and Boyle's not a real mobile guy. So if he ends up in the game, who's our who's our third string right now?
1: It's uh, Cobb.
0: Randall Cobb. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so oh,
1: I know. I know. I don't know. I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't and, want to be running the option. That could be fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <could> any be. <laughs> uh any okay, Ralph, your reaction, and I don't know if Ray had any thoughts about Quentin Jefferson getting more snaps. Well, uh Quentin
2: Jefferson, you know, he and Al Woods were ha- excited to come to the Jets because in Seattle it was sort of a read and react. They were in a 3-4 and they were really like run stuffers. Uh, the guy still got five and a half sacks in that kind of defense. So I think we got a guy in, in, in a preseason. He was all over the quarterback too. You know, I didn't even know who it was at first because he changed his number from uh preseason, but uh, I think we got a guy here who gets six to eight sacks this year. Um, and that's, that's really good as a, as a backup to, uh, to put in Williams. I'm excited about both those guys. I really liked both those signings and, they're already showing me that they're better than Nathan Shepard and uh, Rankins uh, as a trade-off. I I I felt that way, and I'm now I'm sure of it. Okay. Any
1: any other reaction? Any other things? Um, yeah, I, I, you I like I, my
2: Joe Tippmann sub. This well, I much? like Joe Tippman, and I have no problem with him playing. But I don't think they're giving up on Lake and Tomlinson yet. It's too soon for them to do that. Uh, I wish you know. I, I think the, the, the scenario for Tippmann is. If, if Dwayne Brown is just cannot play and they got to put ABT on the outside and then put Tipman in at guard, uh, I still think uh, they'll keep McGovern at, at center. But uh, I, I hope Tipman is playing regularly by the uh, you know, second half of the year because I think he's really good. Uh, what, was, uh, what was some of the other things? Is that your Barnes? I don't really think that's that's a big deal. How about Xavier Gibson a little more? Um, you know – I. I Yes, I'd like to see him get touches, but they're going to use uh, McCall Hardman, though. Uh, I mean, they didn't just pay him six, whatever, five or six million dollars to sit on the bench and not play snaps. Uh, So I think they're going to give him a shot first. And I don't mind him on the jet sweep because he's his pure speed is as good as anyone's on the team. Um, What else you got there, Martin?
1: About Mosley, keeping him off the field. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to
2: keep him off the field, you're going to put another defensive back in, I assume, not another linebacker. Could be a safety. Yeah, right. I I, I have no problem with uh, loading up on uh, defensive backs. Okay. Uh, What about the
1: technique of Lazard chipping uh, Micah Parsons? Well, I think
2: think they're probably going to have a tight end do that, I would assume. Uh, Right. But I think they got to do that. I remember the first time I ever saw that was when the Packers – Play the Rams, and Deacon Jones is the best player in the league, and they just took him out of the game by putting a, a, a tight end doubling him. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be a great move.
1: Okay. The other thing I want I to we went over, and when we get on players that play better we don't like, we really get on them. And last year, or the last two years, I know Ray and I have been getting on Conor McGovern. I just want to give him kudos because he ended up, As a free agent, not signing with another team. Apparently, there wasn't a market out there. And I had predicted that he was going to have a really good year. Coming in, like, really wanted to get that last contract. He played a pretty good game. And, Ray, if you look close on that quarterback sneak. Yeah, he made a nice block. He made a nice block, and he ended up moving the pile.
2: About time they got a third and short. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, first
0: time in two years, I think. I had to rub, rub my eyes when that happened. Like...
1: Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Ray. Uh, I had predicted that they would have had another quarterback on Thursday. Today's Friday. We're recording this at twelve thirty in the afternoon. Are you surprised that they haven't signed another quarterback yet?
0: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming they're they're still working on it, but I'm a little I'm a little surprised we're still uh going with just two these two guys um I want somebody even if it's even if they aren't ready to suit up I just want somebody in the room I mean I'm I'm assuming Rogers is nowhere near the facility yet Well no
1: he just got had need, surgery think, this morning he's out right. wherever he is So he's
0: well I mean I'm not I'm saying can't be he could be in the room with him with you know watching film he, he's always doing this keeping that leg elevated right. or whatever they have them doing. But, I, but I'm not expecting that yet. That's what I'm saying. But I, I want somebody in the room that, you know, of, with some veteran experience to at least talk to the guys, even if he's not ready to play. So, yeah, I'm a little surprised they haven't brought someone in. Um, I assume they will by by next week.
2: I, I hope so. Ralph, how about you? Are you surprised? I'm not, I'm not surprised because this has been their MO ever since they got Zach Wilson. I mean, they started out with a very inexperienced quarterback room. They finally got Flacco, but they've been pretty lax about that. And uh, I, I'm not surprised. That's the bottom line,
0: Rob. Well, go I, ahead. I'm go ahead, Ray. not surprised in that sense, but I, I'm not surprised in that sense. But I thought they would have learned from what that mistake. That's why I thought they'd have well, done something. Yeah,
2: on. I know, but I guess. Yeah.
0: You know, they they
2: haven't even brought anybody. Yeah, I mean, I I guess there's nobody that really excites them that much at this point. They're going to have to uh, convince themselves of someone. The newest rumor is Kirk Cousins, which is ridiculous as far as I can see. Oh, Uh, oh God. That
0: would be
2: pretty pretty funny, though.
1: Ralph. uh, Get him and Anthony
2: Barr in a package deal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your your friend, Marty, as negative as I could be, I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's see how your memory is. Whoa. I'm so negative on Zach Wilson, but um, <laughs> this is. there, oh. there, there was a um, who was uh, who was the quarterback that and that took over for Montana. Young, Hall of Fame, uh, Steve Young, Steve Young. Young yeah. Ralph, I want you to give the fans like a like a two minute review on uh, the journey of Steve Young, if you do remember it, and how Bill Walsh saw something in him. And when he went back to Tampa Bay, do you
2: remember the... uh, Well, Tampa Bay in the mid-'80s, they had two first-round picks, like, two years apart. First, they took Steve Young, and he was terrible, because Tampa Bay had a terrible team. And then two years later, they took Testaverde, and he was terrible Could I
1: just interrupt? But before he even went there, he went to the, I guess it was... The 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 other league. league. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Go ahead. Oh, he
2: was, I mean, he was considered a really good prospect, Uh, but you know, a bad organization can ruin any quarterback and a good organization can lift a quarterback who's not that good. And the Tampa is a classic example of it. they ruined both those guys temporarily. They both resurrected their careers. Uh, Obviously uh, young got with a great organization and a great head coach and he really became a star. It took Testaverde a while, but with his talent, he eventually became a good quarterback too. I don't know if, if you're trying to apply this to Zach Wilson. Well, there there are
1: similarities in a few in a few areas. He, well, they went, went to BYU. Went BYU, and also sitting behind a, a Hall of Famer for for a few years. Which, well, I, was the plan?
2: For, Zach's about a few minutes, unfortunately. Right, <laughs> yeah. a few
1: minutes. But but again, for you know, it's you, you have to talk people like your Fred Marty, Schupak, off the ledge because I you know I just don't see this guy ever succeeding. But there was something Bill Walsh noticed in Steve Young, and I'm hoping that Joe Douglas, I think he's a great judge of talent. So if there's any optimism, it's that he notices something and he's convinced Salah or Salah's convinced Joe Douglas and they're going to go with him. I just hope he's a little better. I've read stuff about the little bit uh, of work that he did, how he improved on a few little things. I'm not quite sure that's true. Uh, I know he did throw the ball into the ground except for once on purpose. But uh, Ray, what was your overall opinion of Zach Wilson going back last week compared to the last two years?
0: Um, he showed some improvements on things in the pocket. He looked a little more settled than he, he used to. But um, you know, it was such a it was such a short sample size as far as time for him to learn. It's hard to say he he was going to learn too much in a few weeks of preseason and 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 some practices, but, um, I thought he, he showed some signs on some things, but he still, uh, in my mind, he still stares guys down too much. He, he doesn't trust his eyes and doesn't, he, he hesitates that split second that gives the defense time to, uh, get in there. His throws are still, you know, the, the Garrett Wilson touchdowns, perfect example of how he just doesn't put the ball where it needs to be. When it when he needs to put it in a a small window and uh garrett wilson bailed him out big time on that one that easily could have been a pick but uh, if nothing else garrett was probably going to knock it down at least but still it was off the mark by about a foot and a half two feet um he had and then he'll make some throws that make you go he's got the ability it's just you know the you know then he throws that pick to he just stared the guy down and throws a pick and never sees the linebacker who's right Right in front of him, so he, he's made improvements, but he's he's still got a long way to go to be a guy who could guide this team very far. Ralph,
1: yes, yeah. Ralph. Uh, I want your opinion on it, and I have a follow-up question for you, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you can uh, you know pick different areas. where I would say that you know where he, he wasn't perfect or anything, but I would say relative to last year thought a little calmer uh, he made the easy throws yeah he's he uh, the interception was ugly uh, but I would say overall not a bad performance from him I consider considering the situation he got thrown in they weren't game planning for his strengths um, so I, I, I'm not uh, I'm not upset with it. I don't know that he's gonna build on it and get better. You know, I'm still skeptical. I don't despise him like Marty does. But uh, I think, you know, if they game plan this week and uh, to his strengths, we got to hope. I mean, the game Ralph, is still... Ralph,
1: Ralph, let me interrupt you. Could you t- tell us what are Zach Wilson's strengths? Tell me these strengths that I'm not seeing.
2: Uh, well, I think he has a very quick release and a really strong arm. And uh, he can get the ball – down the field in traffic, if, if if he's, you know, his accuracy is not dependable, but uh, I think the potential is there. I think, you know, you roll him out, he can throw long. He had some long passes last year. He's mobile, uh, but, you know, his mobility, he uses the wrong way. You know, unfortunately, you know, when we were kids, Fran Tarkin was the first scrambler, and the thing that Tarkin was able to do when he was running around like crazy, was he could see down the field, and make the defenses pay zach can't do that he can't do that while he's running he's panicking too much but he's not doing that quite as much as he did last year small steps marty uh okay. ralph today is uh um,
1: friday september 15th i'm just i want to ask you what are the chances that of this scenario happening on monday september 25th seven in the morning alan lazard and Garrett Wilson go in unannounced to Joe Douglas's office, and they say, listen, I didn't sign up for this. We just lost two games in a row. He threw like three, completed three passes in two games for over 10 yards. you got to do something because I could feel it in the locker room. We feel it. We feel we might have a playoff team, but we just don't think Zach's ready for that. What are the chances of that happening, Ralph? none there you go okay ray <laughs> any chance of that, that happening
0: well first of all i don't th- you know that that the scenario that you're putting out there is that would have to happen with Zach first and and you're just going off a couple of games against new england last year and then just going that assuming that stuff's going to happen i don't, that you you're playing fantasy football and i i don't think it'll happen either And I don't think they would go in there and say, try and tell the coach they got to make changes. I just don't see, I don't, don't, you know, if if Aaron Rodgers did it, that'd be, you know, one thing. They'll listen to him. I don't think they're going to listen to, you know, guys who just want the ball more. Everybody wants Zach to do better, but uh, I, I don't see these guys. Marketing.
2: anyway marty when you oh, say yeah. we, we didn't sign up for this they did sign up for it this is that this is nfl <laughs> football man you know it it can happen at any time and these guys know what they've been playing football their whole lives they're just gonna have to suck it up and uh deal with it uh you know if if there's a better option you know what brian cashman always used to say my job as a gm is to Replace every player on the roster with someone better. If Douglas sees someone out there who he thinks is better than him, I think he'll he'll do it. But do we know for sure that Matt Ryan is better than him? No, Matt Ryan.
1: No. Ryan. I, I, Ryan.
2: Ryan was not a mobile quarterback when he was I, young. No. Uh, so I, he you'd be looking at Joe Flacco too. Right. Uh, Colt McCoy never liked that guy in no. college or the pros. I mean, it's really slim pickings out there, and none of these guys know the offense at least. He does. So I think they're going to give him a legit shot. It's a long season as we found yeah. out last year when we were seven and four and thought we were going to the playoffs and, and, and fell apart. So we, you know, after 11 games, we could, you know, we're still going to have a shot at it by that time. They're going to know if Zach Wilson is, is can play or not. And it probably he won't even take that long. I'd say by the bye week, we're going to know if Zach Wilson is improved enough to give this team a chance To go somewhere,
1: okay. And Ray, I want uh, if you want to add to that as um, we're winding down on Marty Schupak's weekly psychiatric session (laughs) about Zach Wilson (laughs) trying to, you know, be off the Tappan Zee Bridge. Any reaction, what Ralph?
0: Well, I mean, I I don't. I think any. Jet fan with common sense at all is is a little concerned about Zach going forward. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't just go oh, okay. He had a, a month and a half under Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be like turn yeah. around and be super. But no. <laughs> you want to see an improvement. <laughs> see I will say the one thing when you ask what his strengths are that that really disappoint disappointed me about Zach so far. Anyway, is that I really thought that. Hit one of his strengths was going to be how he created on the move, and and he's not he he he's like uh, Ralph said he 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 gets a little too uh, he he gets af- I don't want to say afraid but when he starts scrambling he's just looking for any way out he's not looking down the field he's not looking to make a in, play in the very it
1: depends on him he made that one beautiful play as rookie to Corey Davis that was very it nice one
0: out of about how many right. seventy five so far I agree. Yeah, that's what, I mean, he has the ability to do it. We've seen we've seen him run around, make plays in college, but it, the pro's different, and he he's not the same on the move that he that he looked like he would be when we mm. were watching him in college. And that's that's the thing that disappoints me about him the most is I thought he'd be somebody who would get out of trouble when he might be sacked and make things happen.
2: Yeah,
0: but he right,
1: so. you know, I I, yeah, I was thinking because you know I I've been a Jet fan as Raph knows forever. And I, I like to think that I, I watch the team because I enjoy it and want to have fun. I can't tell you, though, it's fun now looking forward to a jet game. And now – and when I watch it, why is it the last 10 years, Ralph? I'll ask you this. I'm watching a game, and with the quarterback, I'm either waiting for something bad to happen, number one, or if something good happens, like a touchdown – before I go crazy cheering, um, um, like when um, Gibson returned the fumble, first thing I'm doing is my eyes appeal to the field looking for a yellow flag. That's how I'm conditioned, Ralph. Help me out there.
2: No, and I was so glad when Joe Buck said when he reversed field, he said, there's no flags. You know, it was like <laughs> he still had 40 yards to go because, yes, and at that point felt safe. Um, Sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. And when the other team, when we sack the other team on third down, suddenly we see, a f- where's the flag? Where's the uh, late hit? You know, it's like, <laughs> how, how many right. times? Sure. Yeah. I I understand that. Yeah. Uh,
1: All right. Now, are, are you ready to get to the um, uh, David Clowney Award before we close this out? <laughs> why don't you, uh, for our new fans, why don't you describe what the David Clowney Award is and who? Some of them don't even know David Clowney was. So, what well,
2: I guess his his na- nickname was Mr. August because he had these great August pl- uh, preseason games where he would catch all these bombs for touchdowns, and then he disappeared in the regular season. Uh, so it's it, you know it's kind of like fool's gold. Um, you know, it was tough to find someone this year. But uh, a guy, I, I guess, who I thought had a very good preseason and didn't even make the roster was uh, was the uh, the kid from Florida, the uh, Trey Dean. So that's 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 about my uh, the best I could come up with.
1: Interesting. And now he's uh, he's on the practice court. right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say someone who is on the roster, and he had an up and down preseason and uh, he was inactive last time. I'm saying, uh, Jason Brownlee
2: mm-hmm.
1: wide receiver. Ray, do you have any, uh, David Clowney, uh, I, knew, uh I,
0: I thought Brownlee too. Um, and I, I know he had a good first couple of games, but as the preseason went along, I thought he was, uh, too inconsistent. So I wasn't surprised. I was surprised actually that he made the, made the roster, but, uh, um, so far, unless he uh, turns it around at some point and gets on the field, he's a guy I think it, you know. Right. Be the best choice. And, and, by, by the
2: way, who was the quarterback who's throwing all those bombs to David Clowney? Remember?
0: He ended up up in. I was trying to talk about that with Marty. Yeah, Ray, We like, were
2: talking about it. We liked him. Ralph He ended up yeah. up in
0: Cleveland with Mangina. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What was his name? Brett Ratliff. Brett Ratliff, yeah. Be, I remember Palachuk yeah. wanted him, too, at one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a nice arm,
2: but, uh, you know,
1: because Joe, should...
2: as Joe Montana used to say, three, three quarters of quarterbacking is from the neck up, which really applies to Zach Wilson, unfortunately, at this yeah. point. Oh, oh, one last
1: thing before we close this out. And uh, by, by the way, we'll, we'll go back to the David Clowney Award at the end of the year, who, who the actual winner was out of the nominations. But – uh I, I don't think the turf. I, I've been um, touting that I want uh, facilities, stadiums to have uh, natural grass, and uh, a lot of them have turf. and And it came out that the Players Association is asking the owners to put in natural grass, which I don't see how it could happen in like MetLife Stadium, have all these, you know, Bruce Springsteen uh, concerts and everything else. But th- then I was thinking. I think it might happen, and I'll tell you why. Usually with the collective bargaining, there's always trade-offs. So, Ray, my feeling and want your reaction is that they'll eventually have all grass, but the trade-off, and I think for us, at least for me and Ralph, the downside is you, you're going to see what the owners have been asking for years. They're going to want 18 games, and I think it's going to happen. I think that's going to be the
2: trade-off. It's all safety, right? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah. Right? Your reaction? All about safety. I would, be, I, I would love turf, too, but I, I want to also say that I don't Purple believe... Purple grass. No, so
1: you mean grass.
0: Well, yeah. Natural yeah. turf.
1: Natural, um, gr- natural grass. Rural, go ahead.
0: Not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. But, but yes, I would love to see them go to it. But they've tried it before with that one tray system or whatever they had, and that was a disaster. They And so then they finally went to... Yeah, well, different.
2: You remember in the old right days now. they used to play on baseball infields. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And, Everybody was muddy was. and <laughs> Yeah, and then you'd get these <laughs> games in December and they'd get their head helmets hitting on the on that rock hard sand. You know, I remember yeah. Oakland Raiders would like be nailing Lim Swan. And it was <laughs> nobody cared yeah. about anything. Of course, R- yeah. Ralph, you know, I remember Ralph Baker coming up with like a mud pie <laughs> so, okay. I, I was at the game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I, I, but of course, clotheslines were uh, legal in those days, and Ben Davidson breaking Namus Jaw that was legal in those days. I mean, yeah. the players weren't as big and, and fast, spot. but the game was much much dirtier in those days. But so, I, I just just one oh. thing I want to say, Marty, about the the grass, and you know, I would normally say no, it's not going to happen because the NFL owners are always thinking money, money, money. But the outrage is that in 2026, the World Cup. Is going to be in the United States, and they're going to put grass in a lot of these stadiums right. for the right. soccer teams, which is absolutely a, a disgrace that they would do that for them but, and not for football. It's a, it,
1: it's a temporary thing, uh, so to speak. I heard someone explain it, but if you guys remember the old jet and this, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not a doctor or an expert, but I, I don't think that the uh, Rogers injury had anything to do with the turf. But do you remember we had the linebacker Marvin Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember he was Sheed. in the game? All of a sudden he's playing. All of a sudden he's limping off. He had like a non-contact injury because his, I guess, his cleat stuck into the artificial turf and like he was done for the year. I think
2: he had right. his hip. So Well, I-, I mean, the Rogers thing, they claim that had it been grass, you know, his, cause his leg would have uh, – you know, ripped out the uh, his cleat would have ripped out the grass, and instead of having just his leg torque But I don't know if that's true in this case. Uh, I don't buy right. it. I Yeah, mean,
0: I mean, I was I've watched that replace numbers because I've had some right uh, conversations with guys, and I don't believe the turf would have made any because uh, if you really watch it, he's bearing all the weight of that guy. Yeah, on his back. Yeah. And he's bending forward and eventually he just bent too far forward. If you really watch it, you can actually see, you know, right about the time it happened. It just, you know, it. it right. He just he, he never could have moved his foot to avoid it. You know, And I don't think being on turf made it stick. I think 250 pounds or whatever it was on his back made the difference. But, you know, right, I'll never right. think
1: what well, you turf said can that, make. Yeah. It, they came out after you brought it up about which leg is it, and it was the better it leg. The it's left leg.
2: the left leg, which is yeah, which is a you, you know left. small yeah. Com- compensation. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, and there's no the, doubt that you know guys' feet do, did always catch in the turf, so there is there. It's not that the turf argument for injuries isn't valid, but in this case, I don't. Right. I don't think he could have done anything to avoid what happened.
2: Yeah. But I think the NFL. Players' Association because this is such a ridiculously high profile. This is like right. a world world event, so they're going to use yep. this. Uh, it, it, use it gives
1: it. them ammunition. But Ralph, yeah. again, yep. I'm going to tell you, they're going to say we can't, we can't, we can't, and then finally say, okay, we'll do it. But you got to give us the 18th game. Well, they're going to give it a,
2: a second bye week. You know. Uh, well,
1: I, I think they'll have to give something. I. They're gonna to have to give they gotta open it up for like at least two more spots on the roster.
0: Oh they yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for right. that. I can't wait for that March Super Bowl in twenty twenty
2: eight. Well, I think well, they can start a week it, earlier, first of all. It, uh, I, I uh, always heard that the uh
1: game plan really was to do it like on president's weekend and right, exactly.
0: Plan. So the day off. off.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a done deal, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, this is going to
0: no, happen. I think they didn't want to, you know, it was always the week before the season opener was college's season opener. So I think they're working, trying to. Right. Work yeah.
2: Well, that. they'll have to work around that. But another thing is, you know, I, I hate the uh, week off between the uh, championships and the, and the Super Bowl. There have been years when they didn't have it, and it was much better. You, you got right into it. The teams were really sharp, and everyone was yeah. like totally focused and uh i I'd be happy to get rid of that uh, if it was up to me, I'd go back
1: to four preseason games and a fourteen game season. That would be perfect for me. That's all four I four
2: preseason games forget that.
1: yeah, all right, look, we're gonna close this out. uh, uh the Zach Wilson hour uh, uh Jets rewind and uh we're <laughs> heard on all podcast stations <laughs> podcast. Spotify, everything 24 hours a day, all over the world. And please give us a five star <laughs> review for Ray
2: Clifford. And Ray, which cat is that? I think, uh, we're on in uh, uh Times Square. Uh, don't they have our podcast on a Times Square? Oh, yeah. And Ray has holding uh, oh, yeah. one cat. we're
0: on the big what? board, right? In the
2: <laughs> right, and one this, cat is, this is the
0: girl it. who had her seizures,
1: right? And, that, and look, that's yeah.
0: that's the boy,
1: right? And this uh, is the For all my Jewish listeners, our Jewish listeners, we want to wish you a happy new year. So uh, let's go Jets, and until next time.